Dr. Jonathan Pillay is going to join us. It's been quite a while since he's been in studio as a guest here at JM and the AM, and we'll explain all of that coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
Well, if the voice sounds familiar to you, you're likely a long-time Jewish music fan. Uh, that is a song that actually, I discussed this with Yerachmiel Begun when we did the Kosher Halftime Show. This was actually a song that was a real, uh, real um, uh, breakthrough in the world of Jewish music. This song and uh, the album entitled Bisiata Deshmaya, uh, going back almost 40 years with Yerachmiel Begun and the Miami Boys Choir and the star soloist of that choir. Uh, who today is known as Dr. Jonathan Pillay, was Jonathan Pillay. And believe it or not, he is visiting us this morning in our New York City studio because he has uh, a review of an amazing episode that happened in Israel musically, a musical episode that happened in Israel uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Dr. Jonathan Pillay, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Nachman, it's so great to be back. 39 <laughs> years since I've been sitting with you in a radio studio. I think it was Uppsala College last time we met, 91.1 on the FM dial. And uh, Baruch Hashem, it's great to be back with you. A lot of people don't even get all these references, but uh, <laughs> yes, you're 100% right. That was back on the Uppsala College campus. Now, this came out in 1984? In March 1984. In yeah. March of 84. So I had been out. Oh, so literally, wow, literally, you were a, a guest. It's funny. You're one of our first guests yeah. in this Manhattan studio, the brand new Manhattan oh, studio, wow. one of the first guests. And you were likely one of the first guests in that studio back in East Orange, New yeah, Jersey. Because you started in 83. Right? I started, started in September of 83 prior. and right. really full time uh, in January of 84. So that was, uh, so wow, you, you I didn't realize a, it was so shortly right. You arrived. had a countdown of the 91 top songs of all time. <laughs> and amazingly, my song was number one. Yeah. So you had me come down. I was an anxious 13-year-old little Pisher. And, you uh, really, the timing is everything. And that, and that countdown. Yeah, was I think really it's still the number one song of all time, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, but yeah, so you, you, you invited me down, and uh, that was really an amazing experience hey, you remind me of kid. You remind me of some of the meetings we had before we did all those countdowns. I remember I remember the Yushalayim <laughs> countdown. I, I sort of set a rule that there's no way Yushalayim Shalzahav cannot be number one. And everyone's like, well, wait a second, that sounds like you're, you're fixing it. I said, well, what am I supposed to do? Yushalayim Shalzahav has to be number one anyway so when it came to top 91 Basiata Dishmaya was number one now have you because we did have you on the air uh, by telephone once or twice just to discuss music to discuss sure. the fact that you you've always dabbled slash been involved in some type of music even though you're a doctor by profession you're still a chazan and you're still right. somebody who you know if you're invited to uh, participate in some type of musical presentation you're going to do it why sure. not you enjoy it you love it um so it has would that be the right description about how involved you've been over the last four decades yeah music has always been part of my life uh since i'm a little boy i mean i was in a uh you know, a school choir in Mariah with Afshalom Katz back when I was seven years old, and I've been singing professionally on and off since then. Um, I, uh, I was actually encouraged by my wife, Sarah, a couple of years ago during COVID or Corona to record um, my, my davening, my davening for Shani Yom Kippur, and right. I put that online, and that became, Baruch Hashem, like a big success for a lot of Where these do you daven pop-up Yom Kippur? 
So I, I davened for many years in DRS in the five towns uh, with uh, Rabbi Yisrael Kamenetsky. Sure. Uh, and then in the Red Shul was Rabbi Yaakov Feitman. And then about seven years ago, my Rebbe, Rabbi Michal Yammer, the Rosh Hashiva in Shalvim, said, it's time to come, hi- come home, come back to Are Israel. you davening in Shalvim so every I'm, year? I'm the Baal Tefila for Shalvim. Yeah, for the last seven years. I daven Musaf and Kal Nidre and Ila. And that, wow. Uh, amazing, amazing. I mean, you're minion. talking about probably one of the best yeshiva experiences in Israel. Yeah, Maybe yeah. in the world. Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's it's, a pretty serious it's a, place. It's a huge responsibility. It's a huge schuss, and it's an unbelievable tefillah. It's just truly, truly amazing. you got to come, Achim. You're invited <laughs> well, next I'm, year. We'll get you a front row seat. I'll I talk pre- to the powers that be, and I you'll come. And come with Stacey and uh, bring all your kids. So um, how many years ago did you move to Israel? So we moved 19 years ago in 2004. So you were still doing all the davening here, even though you were commuting, so to speak. Yeah, but you've always been a commuter. I've been an Uber commuter for 19 years. Right, and, and, that me- and, forth. and that means that today it's no coincidence or it's not a shock that you're here in the United States because... In the average month, you're usually came, here at some I came point. I here just to hang out with you. <laughs> just to be in the I came studio. this morning. I'm going back tonight. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm here every, uh, usually about two weeks a month. Uh, I'm here. and uh, I've For 19 years. For 19 years, yeah. And at Corona, were you totally? Challenging. I've always but said. But you did make it here sometimes. I live my life with Siata Dishmaya. That right. is literally the mantra that has kept me. Uh, kept me going for all these years. But yeah, I had a definite uh, challenge. But yeah, Baruch Hashem, we made it work. I was in for a number of weeks. I went back. I was in quarantine for like, right. you know, I know oh, 60, gosh. 70 days with my family and then uh, coming back and forth. But again, a lot of Siata Dishmaya. Um, and we'll get to everything happening now. Just give me a minute. So as as one who tra- I mean to some people listening right now and who are regular listeners they think I'm a major traveler <laughs> when in reality I'm in Israel thank god usually two to three times a year right. and, you know and and it does take a toll we just did this big trip now thank god for the big simcha it takes a toll travel yeah. i i can't even now again <laughs> our body types are somewhat different i get that <laughs> so one would suspect that for me it's more of a challenge but do you find it exhausting? Do you find it impossible to completely recover yeah. from all of this back and forth? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, obviously, um, it's not easy. Um, I feel that it's worth it to be able to raise my family. I have Baruch Hashem, six children and two grandchildren now living in Eretz Yisrael and raising uh, Doros there. It's, to me, it's a small sacrifice to make. And it's doable. And it's definitely doable. I have a live a whole chavra. We have, we can have no, our own. No, that I get. The support, yeah. I, I get the support system is there, but I'm saying physically yeah. it is doable. You yeah, can. I mean, listen, I don't, you know, I, I try if I can not to travel coach once in a while. Right. I end up uh, back with everybody else, but over the years, yeah, I've, you know, I've got that. status. Yeah, listen. No matter how you slice it, it ain't easy. It's simple as that. It's not easy, but honestly, if you want it, if you will it, then you can make it happen. Dr. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us, and and, and what precipitated the move to Israel? It was what, and what, what was the springboard where you said, okay, and obviously you have roots here, and obviously even with the Rosh Hashanah Kippur, uh, as you described it, you had, a, you had a good reason to stick around here. Yeah. What, what made you decide this is it we're going? I mean, every Jew is pulled with a magnet back to Eretz Yisrael. You know, we're all going to get there eventually. So it was a totally spiritual thing. The future oh, yeah. of the Jewish people is in the state Absolutely. of Israel, and, and, and you're just going because you feel you have to be there. A thousand percent. My wife and I made a decision. And we all way. get that feeling, just some get it earlier than others. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. But we were very fortunate. In my career as an orthodontist, I have two practices here in the five towns and in Brooklyn, but my career as an orthodontist really allowed me to do that because I don't know if your kids had braces, but you know, you see your, sure. you see your orthodontist once every four or six weeks, and so we were able to make it work. I always had 
someone covering the office and I was away, I still but, have But it's got to be frightening, that move of I'm leaving my practices here and hopefully this will work. It's got to be a frightening experience because you have no idea if it's really going to work. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, listen, I took, I took a lot of, you know, steps along the way making yeah, sure we get it you want to be practical about it yeah, i get it yeah and then i have i had this crazy life where basically i'm semi-retired you know from the age 30 31 i was basically, oh meaning because when you're in israel no i don't work when i'm in israel right. at least not as of now so i've been able to be with my family for you know two three weeks every month and then come back here and work and then you know be pushing it here and then when i'm home i'm in yeshiva i'm with my kids and with my wife and bar hashem you know, it's definitely not conventional, but right. for us, we've made it work. Over well, the last a lot of people years. would be shocked at how many people are still doing this. Yeah. Um, I think before people realized how they could work remotely effectively a lot more, or certainly some type of, you know, larger percentage of people were doing it. But now still, even with the whole Zoom, you know, world that we're in, still people like yourself have no choice but to continue this. Yeah, I mean, look, for orthodontics, we're, still, we're not doing that remotely. Right. Unfortunately, we haven't figured that out yet. But So you can control a robot to get into the kid's <laughs> mouth, right? But the ability to make Aliyah, I definitely would say, is easier than ever before. Right. I think that, you know, there's a definite calling, and uh, we see it happening. Baruch Hashem, people coming every year. It's always very exciting for us. We try and get to the Nefesh Benefesh flight and uh, welcome everyone to Israel. And you were there uh, at the very beginning of Nefesh Benefesh. Yeah. I assume you were on years. one of the first flights. Yeah, yeah. yeah two, 2004. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us. Once Siata Deshmaya was released and you had your official interview on JM and the AM almost 40 years ago, did you did you perform again? Or was that your retirement from being a kid soloist? So I... I I came back for a reunion concert that Yerachmiel did. But no uh, recordings. Miami. You're not on any subsequent LPs. After 13, 14. No, oh, just that one. Just that, 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 was that, it. Concert, um, right. that concert recording from right. the 25th anniversary. So right place at the right time. The most iconic, and I think... I think everyone has to agree. No matter, and, and Miami has quite a catalog, as you know. Indeed. Again, one of the things I discussed with your Achmiel in that sure. interview, but they have quite a catalog. But, and with all, and, and, and some of them are really historic. Some of them, you know, are, are, are songs that were, you know, thematic yeah, at a many, perf, many at a perfect. Know. Many don't know that there's so many songs that are Miami songs. Like, what? That's, right. that's a Miami song? And, like, and some of them are really important in terms of, you know, event-driven songs. But yet this album for some reason um was really a breakthrough album and on top of that this song ends up being the yeah. symbol of that entire breakthrough and you are happen to be the soloist yeah. in that song that it's a like a, it's a Braham. crazy crazy coincidence yeah that's that that song and that album really catapulted Yachmiel to the next oh, yeah. level that no really, question you know, about got it. everyone to no know about, about him, and uh, he had just come to New York right. from Miami, and uh, and everything that he did subsequent to this was judged against this album. <laughs> and as great as so many of them were afterwards, it, yeah. people would still say still not as great as as because people forget that aside from Bizyata de Shemaya, the title track, there's a whole bunch of incredible oh, songs on it. Amazing, Achashalti right. and uh, Kela Kavod. Yeah, there's some real lot of great stuff, great classics. <laughs> Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us. Now, all of this gets us to the reason you're here today, because you just experienced a really wild uh, episode in the world of Jewish music that um, that certainly people found out about because of the Internet and social media. Uh, but I don't know if everyone understood the exact story of how all of this developed with you and your family. Tell us what happened. 
So about Hanukkah time, I got a call out of the blue from an old friend, Rabbi Ruven Tarragon. I knew him as Kevin Tarragon. Rabbi Ruven Tarragon from Yeshiva HaKotel. Um, and uh, he wears a lot of hats. One of the hats he wears is actually the educational director of the World Mizrahi Organization, right. which is very brilliantly led by Rabbi Daron Peretz. And uh, Rabbi Ruven says to me, Jonathan, you know, there was this, uh, this viral video on TikTok uh, Miami song, you may have sure. heard of it, Yad Nachum, uh, Yerushalayim, that uh, just went crazy uh, in the Gaish world, which is, you know, kind of insane. Um, he said, listen, why don't we get guys from Miami who've made Aliyah, put them on stage, we're having this gala event, Mizrahi is hosting an amazing event in Brechata Sultan in Sultan's Pool, right side of the old cities of Yerushalayim, the, the old wall, the old city walls of Yerushalayim. Yom Atzmud. Oh, Yom Atzmud, come and, you know, bring some other guys and uh, let's sing Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim. Right. So I'm like, yeah, Why let's not? do it. That sounds cool. <laughs> so I'm like, who am I going to ask to come? I start thinking, and I'm thinking, um, I have a friend, Menachem Klein, who's uh, Baruch Hashem, a lawyer in Ramat Pechemesh. He was a big guy in the 90s. He was involved in the Miami Alumni. Right, that's led, where I knew him, from yeah, the alumni. Yeah, from the alumni. So he, he led a choir, a satellite of Miami Correct. for a number of years. Very Miami talented guy, very nice guy, I remember. Very nice yeah. guy, very talented, who happens to have a great voice. Right. And we start talking. I'm like, listen, I have a son, Avi, who I've been singing with you know, for fun. I have other kids who sing as well, but Avi and I, we've been singing together for many years. Avi was in his choir back you know, a couple of years prior. And I was like, that's so funny. I have a couple of kids who also have great voices. I said, maybe we'll just do it with our, with our kids. And Rabbi Tarragon wouldn't mind, Yeah, right? no, he was fine he with it. He said, just he do whatever absolutely. you can. Absolutely. Right? He said, yeah, it'll be great. You put right. it together. So uh, we got together in Menachem's house. You know, Menachem has two sons, uh, Yonatan, who's about 20, and Rafal, who's 10, and my son, Avi, who's at Sanchan in the paratrooper wow. in, uh, in, uh, in the army. And we got together around Menachem's piano. We started singing some Miami stuff. We're like, yeah, this, this sounds pretty good. And uh, that was the only time we actually got together before the concert. Uh, one rehearsal. One rehearsal. One <laughs> rehearsal. On the day of the concert, we got together with my house, but... Um, Leonatan was in yeshiva, so he couldn't be there. Avi was able to get out. He got permission from the army to come join us for, wow. the, uh, for the event, which was really wonderful. And uh, yeah, a, we, a week like last week, he would not have gotten permission, no, correct? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm saying that only so people realize what parents go through in Israel. Obviously, the Tzanchanim and the soldiers also obviously go through a difficult yeah. situation. But when your family and your son is a Tzanchan and you're hearing about what's going on last week... Yeah. You have different challenges, let's say. You know, yeah. traffic is a pain here in the Lower East right. Side, but it's not quite the same Correct. for the challenges that we have and some of the uh, opportunities that we have. And when some of us armchair generals uh, are not happy with a ceasefire, people, <laughs> people like yourself sometimes are like, you know what, Be yeah. better things. My wife happened to have been here for the last uh, couple of days. We were celebrating my uh, niece's bat mitzvah, and it was very hard for her to leave. You know, that was before the, yeah. the, uh, the rocket started falling, and it was very hard for us to pull ourselves away. And our kids like, no, we'll be fine, Ma. Just, you know, yeah, because the kids... It's always think everything will be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, right. but it was very hard. Listen, yeah, that's yeah. life in Israel, Baruch Hashem. So he does, he, so, but he's got permission that week to come out yeah. and to perform. Yeah, yeah, so we were able to, uh, we spoke to Yerachmiel, Yerachmiel gave us his, his bracha. I didn't like, even think oh. of that angle. Yeah, we weren't going to do it without, you know, his Why do you approval. think, and I'm not, people shouldn't think that I'm, you know, trying to be a smart aleck here. Why do you think he was so gracious about it? Seriously, because as you know, we know him really sure. well, he's, very, I don't want to use the word possessive, that may be the wrong word, but he's very careful he's, about what happens with yeah. his product out he's there. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very, very professional yeah. musician. So why do you think he was so... Well, Yerachmiel and I have a very special relationship. It goes back 40 years. And like you said... And it's been like song, that for the last 40 yeah, years. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, we've been, you know, on and off. You know, it's right. always great to reconnect. I just spoke to him 
yesterday and just telling him that I'm going to be here this this morning. And uh, so I think he he certainly um, appreciates you know our relationship over the years right. and Menachem also. You know Menachem yeah. was working with him with a choir in, in I Israel. I remember him speaking about Menachem and his efforts in Israel, hundred yeah. percent. So he was excited, and then we told him, "Listen, you have a chance for you know you you got famous." You know, on TikTok, right. let's do it in Yerushalayim, right. you know, with a beautiful yeah. Jewish audience. So he was um, he was very excited about it. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. All right. Now, give us that. I know you've sent me some clips. Yeah. So so we actually, we, 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 we did finally get the like the audio version of the concert, but it wasn't so clear. There was Got a it. lot of screaming. It was an amazing, <laughs> amazing event. 3,000 people on Yom Ha'atzmaut. And uh, there were a lot of young people who were there. Um, Mizrahi was, was very gracious. And even the young people know the material. Yeah. Yeah, they know well, the Miami they knew this stuff. stuff. They knew all this stuff. So they were singing along. They were screaming. So we ended up going to the studio. We recorded some of the the stuff that that we had. Uh, Phenomenal. The same material you yeah, sang that yeah. night. Yeah, and that's what I sent to you here. So can we should do the line piece. Sure, go ahead. And you called it Avosubanim uh, for calling, obvious reasons. We're calling ourselves Avosubanim or Avotubanim, depending on right. what continent you're on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a unique thing. You know, I don't know of any other group where we have you know fathers and sons singing together, and we have you know the ability to connect with different harmonies with me and my son. Avi with Menachem and his kids, with the, 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 the boys together. And you'll hear there are some really amazing voices on there. You know Menachem. what's nice? Your kids sort of lived what you went through 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, when you've been trying to describe to them, I'm sure I know this firsthand to, for, to an extent, when you're trying to explain to your kids what that <laughs> craze was like. And they, I, even though they get it, they still never get it. Here, they sort of felt it, right? We, we got off the stage, and I'm not joking, Nachum. It was surreal. <laughs> we had hundreds of young people who were, like, literally attacking us. I mean, Rafael, you'll hear his voice. It's just unreal. This cute, adorable 10-year-old kid. And we happened to be, you know, there as well. But we were, like, bombarded, you know, with selfies. And it was, it was an experience of a lifetime. It was really unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us. We're calling it Avot Ubanim, or Avos Ubanim. And this is what it's sounded like uh, that night in Yerushalayim. Here it is at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Avot Ubanim. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us, and uh, as you heard, the Pillay and Klein families were responsible for a big part of the Yom Ha'atzmaut celebration with Mizrahi in Yerushalayim, with thousands of people there. Uh, they relived some of the great hits of Miami. Uh, Yerushalayim, of course, I can't even call Yerushalayim an old-time hit of Miami since it's so big now in 2023 around the world, but uh, you get the idea, and we'll do at least one more coming up here at JM and the AM. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is with us as we're talking about this uh, unique evening uh, back in Yerushalaym on uh, Yom HaTzmut. At, at what point did you realize that this was, you know, a good idea. At what point did you realize that? Oh wow, the crowd really does appreciate this. So, so yeah, Menachem and I had you know been talking about for a couple of months in terms of getting prepared. We had no idea how you know much of a response we were going to. Oh, be so getting. you were asked about this like Purim time. This was well, not. No, it's Hanukkah that, that Rabbi Tarragon asked oh, us. But until we got our act together, right, I until we that. actually figured out what we were doing, <laughs> it's it was good it gave you that Purim much time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we actually, um, Mizrahi was wonderful. They put us in touch with the, the producer of the events, Madar Shachal, who then uh, had us connected to a wonderful uh, arranger, Adi Hayat. Mm. And he's the one who got the playback together, the, the uh, accompaniment, which is apparently how it works these days. Right. Um, and uh, we knew that it was, you know, it was a really a Yishai Rebo event. I mean, for us, we were so excited to be able to go backstage and meet Yishai Rebo. We actually had an amazing experience. We were also singing with the IDF uh, La Vait, the, the IDF choir? choir, yeah. And we were all sitting there backstage, Yomat Smo at night. We didn't have time to get the Mizrahi, to, to the Mizrahi event in Ghana Pa'amon. So we're like, wait, we're all singers. Let's do a Tfilah Hagigit right here. And so backstage... These seven or eight guys from the from Sahal, and then um, Menachem and his kids and me and Avi, we did a really incredible Tulach Hagigit in back, did backstage. Did they have a Michael star Sultana. soloist, the IDF choir? Do they, they have a leader? They, who, they do. They do. Because um, some of the famous names yeah. in Israel have been in that position. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They, they have incredible voices. Did I mean, you end incredible. up singing with any of them? Meaning on stage or not? Just backstage. Just that was, so it was your, when you were singing, it was your event. Yeah. It was your yeah, it was, piece. It was, it was us. Yeah. And, and Yishai Rebo had already been on stage? No, he was at the end. He was ah. at the end. So yeah. you opened for Yishai Rebo? Basically, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we actually spoke to... You should have told him that 40 years ago he was opening for you. We spoke to his, uh, his manager, Ellie Katz. Sure. Like, yeah. We got to get you guys on tour. You got to go together now. You know, make Ellie can make it. that happen. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was just kind of like a, we we put it together. Our wives went the day before to find matching ties. We wore, we wore burgundy ties to match the kumta, the, the the beret that Avi was going to wear. We wanted him to be wearing his madim. It was very important for him to come into in his his uniform. Wow! So he's wearing Which his was uniform. Allowed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No big deal. He was wearing his uniform and uh, with his red beret, and we're all wearing you know these like really thin red ties and we had to find a bow tie for Rafal. It's not easy to find ties in general in Israel, <laughs> let alone a bow tie for a 10-year-old. So they were able to put together our little uniform and uh, it was reliving, you know, the experience from 35, 40 years ago for all of us. Um, there, there's something to the fact that, uh, that you're opening up for an act these days when you were the featured performers. I mean... Who... who, who who, how do you put this? Who, who, um, backstage for years and years and years uh, at any Miami concert was Yerachmiel's father, who was oh, essentially yeah. responsible for, the, for, right, his Hi name Begun. was High Begun. Yeah, absolutely. Who was essentially responsible for 
the way you guys looked. Was that you also? Was he there? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, he was. So what did you wear? What did you wear at Brooklyn College that night? Do you have any idea? Uh, December eleventh, nineteen eighty three. I think it was December eleventh, eighty three. I think. When's that? Were you in that concert, Brooklyn College, December 11th, 1983? I, I don't know. Could very well be. Were you in any choir. Miami concerts yeah. at Brooklyn? No, I, I, yeah, of course I was there. If so I was, of course you were there. In 83, I was there. Yeah, December yeah. of 83. Yeah, I mean. So I, what was the costume? I because mean, if we, I remember, we, we switched. It was like a paradigm shift that Rachmiel did. Was yeah, that, was I, that can't the believe, I can't I believe you actually remember this. I cannot <laughs> believe you actually remember this. So, yeah, we were basically singing O for many, many you know, years. And then he went to I. Right. And uh, the choir came out. We were always wearing like sailor costumes. Correct. Those red and white, you know, Correct. straw hats. Like we were a barbershop quartet. And the next thing you know, we're wearing a. The a Pircha uniform. That's it, with a little hat and the tzitzit sticking out. You actually remember this? Absolutely. I was steadily right there. This is my childhood. I mean, this is, you know, this is what I, what I grew up with. But Absolutely. yeah, the, the Begun family, they were all involved, and uh, his mother also was involved in the costumes and getting everything so, together. Oh, that's I, right. So essentially, when you're now, you know, searching for ties, etc., you took on that role. Yeah. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out exactly how it's best for you to look that way. Right. look on stage. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty cool. All right, let's do one more of these. What do, which one should we do here? Yeah, why don't you do the medley? It's a nice uh, medley of some Miami hits. The Avo Dubanim medley, this was performed on stage. Yeah. And uh, again, the point was just to uh, reacquaint the audience to some great Miami hits, and old and young yeah. were able to relate. They to all this. knew these. These are just you know classics. How do you explain that? That the fifteen-year-olds know these songs. I mean, Joachim Megan is a, a maestro. He literally lasting value gets you in your heart. He writes songs that are just literally you know they touch you very deeply. It doesn't matter how old you are. Hundred so, percent. He's still doing it. But what's amazing is that the young people discover it at some point. You know, yeah. whether it's a Shabbos table or camp or wherever it is, they discover it at some point. Yeah. And I assume everywhere around the world because these American are, kids know them and Israeli kids yeah, know them. These so. are truly generational songs right. that really touch you. And uh, Baruch Hashem, I was able to sing them then and now to sing them, you know, 40 years later. True lasting value. Members of the Palais and Klein families. Avotu Banim, JM and the AM.
performed by uh, Avot Ubanim, which is the group that Dr. Jonathan Pillay has been describing, the ones that um, were on stage at the big concert with Mizrahi for Yom Ha'atzmut in Yerushalayim just a few weeks ago. And now we have the real story, so to speak, or the rest of the story, as uh, uh, people who were uh, seeing the videos and listening to the audio of that special night may have been wondering how all this came together and as you heard Rabbi Tarragon and Mizrahi are responsible for it and the Klein and Palais families worked very hard 
to make sure it would be a great performance. And they ended up opening up for Yishai Rebo, yeah. uh, which is a, a great piece of trivia here in 2023. Dr. Jonathan Pillay is in studio here at JM and the AM. Well, I thank you. This has been an inspiring conversation. First of all, this whole episode is pretty cool, frankly, and a lot of great new music. I know those were classics, but I have a feeling some new music, which we'll hear in a moment as well, yeah. uh, is going to be coming out of this. Menachem and I have been writing songs for years, and now hopefully Mitzvah Shem will get a so chance to them. So where are they? Well, they've been sitting on shelves. You know, they've been sitting and waiting to, you know, see the light of day. So... Now that this has happened, who knows? We'll see where we uh, we end up, but we'll hopefully uh, be able to share some of those songs with. Uh, but you know that there are artists the out there that are starving for songs. Why would you keep them on your shelf? You know, this is something that just kind of you know happened. We never really thought to do this professionally or to right. But when you write share. a song. Yeah, Don't you sing, say to yourself we, you'd love for someone to perform? We this? write them for our families. We sing them at events. Um, I don't know. Oh, I so never, they, don't, they don't stay completely secluded. I mean, yeah, we share them with people that you know are in our little you know circles, but they haven't really gotten further than that. Because uh, there are Jewish music personalities who are desperate for good yeah, songs. You know, actually, I didn't even realize that. That's oh, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very fair point. It's yeah. not right to keep them to ourselves. By the way, there are some alumni of the Miami Boys Choir who've yeah. become very successful songwriters yeah. and singers. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you're aware of that. Yeah, sure. I chose a different path, you know, my mother. Oh, I'm not criticizing. Yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> no, that there okay. are a lot of people who would be uh, very interested in hearing what you've yeah. written. Well, I, we're going to hopefully play one or two of them now. Menachem has an amazing song that's going to be coming out soon uh, that he wrote for Rafal, and uh, we were just finishing uh, putting, finish, finishing touches on it last week. And... Um, can, yeah. can one say you write in the style of your Achmiel Begun, or that wouldn't be fair? Um, similar, but different. So he definitely influenced you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We, we try and write songs that are going to inspire people, that are going to hit you deep in the neshama, and uh, I've learned that from him. Um, different. You know, he has his own unique right. method. Well, okay, you know, one of the things I've said over the years is I, I don't even understand how composers write songs. It's something I can't relate to. Yeah. Uh, but he does it on a completely different level, as you just described. Uh, we will wrap things up with a song called Aishas Chayel. Tell us about this one. This is a song that I wrote for our children, Ephraim and Yona, their wedding a couple of years back. And uh, I actually went into the studio with uh, the great Shai Barak uh, oh, nice. from Israel. And, sure. uh, you know, this is basically uh, a song that I wrote for the wedding. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to hear it and see what you think. And who knows? It might be... Uh yeah. It might go viral. Get it on YouTube, you know? <laughs> get that uh, get that, you know, venue. Uh, it's unbelievable this happened 40 years later. Uh, 40 years after we debuted your performance <laughs> on the Bisiata Deshmaya album, yeah. uh, which was I guess right after you had performed it in concert, right? I would guess so, right. It's right after you performed it in concert, a couple of months after that. Uh, I don't know I, if I ever actually performed it in concert. I don't know. If you I would not have been a soloist think, on that well, stage. Well, yeah, we debuted the 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 album in March of '84. I don't know if we actually sang it. I don't think right. I ever sang it in so, concert. So, so one second, if you were on, uh, hi, we got to do this. Hang on. If you if you were <laughs> on stage in December of '83, which you likely were, right? Yeah. The chance are you were. What songs do you think you soloed on that night? I mean, we sang classics from prior albums. We sang Bamarom, Amar Abiy Elazar, right? Yismichu Hashamayim. Um, I, I imagine that we probably had a few songs that were on the Bisyata Deshmaya That's album what I'm wondering, because often he did that. Bisyata Deshmaya was definitely not... He would not concert. have introduced that no, title track no, that night. No, no. But that he may was, have introduced a song. Yeah, maybe Achashalti. I right. sang that solo, Achashalti. Maybe uh, Ki Atahu. 
that probably does anybody have a video of that night from 40 years ago (laughs) i think it was december 11th 1983 forward it to us immediately please (laughs) we'll pay anything for it at this point wow unbelievable and um the the song the song what was the name of that song could i please sing in the choir or something would you please let me sing right. in the choir right did you ever do that one on stage that was actually how i entered into the choir nahum that's how that he actually that was your audition song that wasn't my audition song we actually had it set up i came to him my mother came to him 2 weeks before a concert it was a concert with amude sheish versus Miami boys choir where was that in brooklyn college where else and uh, my mother called, you know. Did they call it verses? I don't know. It was verses. It was. But it was really it was two, two choirs, choirs together? Yeah, two choirs together. Schmorberger. So my, mother, my mother called Schmorberger. We're talking about two personalities that are, yeah. un- I mean, those are. And Schmuel wow. said to my mother, are you crazy? It's two weeks before a concert. There's no way I'm going to let your kid be in the, in, the, in the choir now. You come to me after the concert's over and right. we'll talk about it. She called Yerachmiel. Yerachmiel said the same thing. She's like, no, no, you got to listen to my kid. So she shut me down to. Pearl Park, and I, I sang, you know, for him. I auditioned for the choir. Then he's like, "We're going to find a way to make this happen." And in the middle of the concert, the entire choir walked off, and he's like, "Okay, now we're going to introduce our next song." I walk on stage, like in a sweater and a shirt, whatever, and and I tap him on the shoulder and I say, "Mr. Begun, I'd like to sing in your choir." And he's like, "Kid, you know, get out of here. What are you doing? We're in the middle of a, a concert." I'm like, "No, no. I, would you please let me sing in the choir? I want to sing in the choir." He's like, "Really?" And, you know, I'm like, hit it, hit it, you know, and then I sang the song. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, come on back. And they got me backstage and I had a, a friend in the choir with a costume set me up. And that was how I entered into the choir back in, I guess it was 82 or whatever it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a story that is, I'll tell you. Unbelievable. And the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> um Wow. Who was the star of Amudi Sheesh? you have any idea? Did they have a star yeah. soloist then? I, I just know Baruch, Baruch Hagera. That was the right. big hit. But I you don't remember who sang it or no, anything like that? I don't. Unbelievable. Dr. Jonathan Pillay will wrap things up by playing the Aisha uh, Schail that you did for your children. Yeah. And I thank you so much for visiting us this morning. Thank this is you. I could do this for another couple hours, but whatever. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm free all day. We can hang out all afternoon. <laughs> well, we'll save this for for the second part of our conversation. More more details about go. that concert tour from late 1983. <laughs> uh, continued success. Thank you. It's great to be here. I appreciate that. Great to have you appreciate here. You. A very special Monday morning broadcast with Dr. Jonathan Pillay. Yes, that Jonathan Pillay here at JM in the AM. Show! 
Part of the Avodubanim that we described earlier with Dr. Jonathan Pillay here on a, a Monday morning broadcast. 